your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Hello and welcome to this Essex Alliance League special roundup for uh, December. Uh, since we last spoke to you, unfortunately, there's only been two rounds of fixtures. Uh, one of those was curtailed by some pretty poor weather as well. So we will persist, however, and we'll get get through this Christmas roundup to explain where everybody is sitting in the table as we go into the into the festive period. In the senior division, the new leaders are West West Essex Reserves, who from their nine games have won seven of those and drawn one. And a quite impressive goal difference as well of plus 30. And they sit level on points with two other teams, in fact, who both have 22 points. The team in second place is Lymore Gardens, who have had a terrific season so far. Also with seven wins from their 10 games, sees them sit on 22. With two games in hand, however, also on 22 points, are FC Barese, with seven wins and a draw from their eight games, uh, which leaves them remaining unbeaten. Although that could change depending on the outcome of an FA charge that will be lodged against them in the coming weeks. And literally just one point behind them in fourth place in a really congested top end of the table in our senior division are DTFC with seven wins from seven games played. Perfect record, just the three goals conceded in that period as well, which ominously has led to a very healthy goal difference. And they'll be, they could well be the side uh, to be top if, we, if we're still playing football in a month's time. We shall see. In fifth place is Joloff Sports, and although they're two points behind, they are also unbeaten, one of the three unbeaten signs on paper at the moment, with six wins and a draw from their seven games played. Again, another excellent defence, just six goals conceded, which has helped them uh, up to 19 points in the table. Then you get a bit of a gap down to the side just below that. In sixth place, we have FC Petro Cub, uh, with four wins and four defeats from their eight games played. Been a bit of a up and down start for them. Did start the season very well, but have had a couple of defeats in in their more recent fixtures, which has seen them slide down. Just below them, on ten points, is seventh place Chigwell Town, uh, with ten games played, just three wins and a draw in what will be considered a pretty poor start for them in their own by their own measurements. Uh, and they would hope to have been a lot higher in the table. Do have a, pl- a positive goal difference, however, so they do know how to score goals, but they obviously need to st- stop leaking them at the other end. Rising up the table quite significantly since we last did this review. Eighth place, Rapid Chingford. Nine games played, three wins and a draw. And some of those wins coming in their most recent fixtures, which have seen them shoot up to eighth. And just a point off the side above them. Um, so that, that's looking really good for them. Just below them, by a single point, Tower United are ninth. They also have three wins from ten games this season. And also on nine points, CSM London. Uh, again, another up and down start to their season. Just the three wins from nine, I think they'll be disappointed with that return. And in general, they found goal scoring to be their problem this season. Now, three points separate the 10th place side and 11th placed Blue Marlin, who have two wins from nine games uh, and sit on six points. Three points above the relegation zone as we go into Christmas. Again, another up and down start for Blue Marlin, a side who have been at this level for quite some time, um, but haven't really pushed on again this year and they'll be disappointed with their return. The two sides who sit in the relegation zone are London Cranes and All Prospects, both on three points, both with one win from nine games. So very, very close between those two. Uh, All Prospects did pick up their their first win of the season, 
quite recently, and that was against London Cranes, which put those sides level, although goal difference is quite big between the two. And those two will, of course, look to improve their situation if they're able to uh, once the season resumes. Moving into Division 1 now, and again, a very interesting top end of the table, still led by Leighton Royal, as we reported in our last um, summary to you both, to you all last month. They sit on eight wins and a draw from their ten games played this season. They did lose uh, for the first time in their most recent fixtures, which saw the gap cut slightly at the top. Um, and they're chased down by a team four points behind them, Woodford East, who have seven wins from ten games this season, have not had no trouble putting goals away, but they have now lost three games, which puts them at a bit of a disadvantage with sides behind them coming up with games in hand. That's, that includes third place Chadwell Heath Spartans, who have five wins and two draws from their eight so far. Just just the one defeat. Again, a very solid side. They're sitting on 17 points, but with those two games in hand, could cut that gap on, on the top of the top side right down to just a couple of points. In fourth place, East Side have had a good start to the season, as they did last year in this level. Five wins and a draw from nine. They sit on 16 points with a healthy goal difference as well. Just behind those sides, uh, a team who have quite a few games in hand now, Kit Out London, just played the six games so far, so they, they do have four games in hand on some of the teams above them. They have four wins and two defeats to their name, uh, which gives them 12 points with, obviously, those games in hand. They'll be looking to take advantage of those and move up the table. Then the gap really starts to happen. We have Wapping uh, also on 12 points, but from eight games with four wins and four draws in an inconsistent start to the season. A side that will be reasonably happy with their performances, but they would have hoped to have had more than four wins to their record so far. And then the real story of the, the, the second section of the season, if you want to call it that, is Friend for Day. They were sitting bottom um, just a few weeks ago. Three wins in succession, however, taking them up to nine points, seven from those seven games. And what has been a real turnaround, two of those wins coming against sides in the top three, which is excellent for them. Um, so you'd imagine that though, if they can build on that, they'll be moving up the table sharply. Team in eighth, uh, London Park City, who, who did have a very good start to the season, very fast start, but they have started to slide down, unfortunately. Just the three wins from ten games gives them nine points also. And also on nine points, Francis Luke starting to get a grip of the, the level of football that's needed for this division. They also have three wins, but from nine games, they do have a game in hand on the teams above them, and they sit ninth. In the, in the two relegation positions, in 10th, North East Lions, they have seven points from nine games, which includes two wins and a draw. So they're not, not too far off the sides above them. Uh, one win would, in fact, shoot them up three positions in the table. And sitting bottom of the table in 11th are Kwanzaa's London Sport. Just one draw uh, to account for their single point from eight games so far this season. And they are starting to be cut adrift a little bit. So they'll be hoping to improve things in the second half of the season. In Division 2, our third tier, it's really the Belfry Show, uh, who have uh, won nine from nine so far, giving them 27 points. Uh, with that, a very healthy goal difference too, which sees them quite substantially clear by the team, from the team in second. Cowley Community, who are five points behind from a game more. Uh, they did play Belfry and unfortunately did, did go to, down to a narrow defeat. So Cowley have seven wins on the draw from ten, giving them 22 points. And they're probably still the side who are going to offer the biggest threat to Belfry, you would have thought, over the course of the season, if any side, in fact, can do that. Sitting in third, Newham Wanderers have had an excellent December. A couple of wins under their belt now with six wins in the season. 
18 points from nine games played, and they sit just four points behind second place Cowley, so they could cut that gap with the uh, the game they have in hand. In fourth place are Dagenham United, who have uh, started to slide down a little bit. They were sitting third at the, last, the time we last reported. Five wins and a draw from 10 in the season with 16 points. Sitting just behind them, but with games in hand, so could could those could be to their advantage. It's Chingford Athletic in fifth place with four wins and four defeats from eight played, with 12 points to their total, sitting four points, as I say, behind Dagenham United. And just behind them, on goal difference alone, are Forest Green, also with 12 points, also with four wins, but from nine games and a slightly weaker goal difference. Uh, goals conceded has been the real issue for them, and they actually do have, although sitting quite comfortably mid-table, the worst goal uh, goal conceding record in, in the level. Um, sitting in seventh are Unity, three wins from ten games, giving them nine points, although the gap to the sides above looks like that could be increasing quite soon. Also uh, sitting in the lower half of the table are Rain and Working Men's Club, who are eighth. Just the two wins and a, and a draw in what's been an otherwise disappointing return for the Rain and base side. They sit on seven points. Also on seven points, Old Estamians, who have two wins and a draw from nine games, so a game in hand on Raynham and Unity above them, which if they were to win, that would see them move up into seventh. Now, uh, just behind them, in tenth place, um, are Barking Side A. Just three games played this season, what's been a real difficult um, period of time for them to try and find pitches. Um, but from those three games, two wins and one defeat gives them six points. Many games in hand, of course, uh, so who knows where they might finish the season. Then into 11th place, we have Royal Forest, who had a very good season last year and, and haven't really been able to turn it turn it around this time around. A lot of draws in their record. One win and three draws from seven games, along with those three defeats, of course, gives them just six points, which I think will be somewhat disappointing for them. Um, but they clearly have the quality that could see them move up if they can convert some of those draws into victories. And sitting bottom of the table are St Francis, who were promoted over the summer. Just one win and one defeat from their eight games so far gives them a tally of four points. We now turn our attentions to Division 3, where FHN Athletic are the, the leaders in this division, and they were the last time we reported, in fact, but it has got a lot closer at the top. So FHN are top on 21 points from uh, nine games, which includes seven victories and two defeats, but they're only three points clear of Loughton Lions in second, who do have two games in hand, in fact. Six wins and one defeat for them, and an excellent defensive record. Only four goals conceded by Loughton Lions this season. So you would imagine that with the games in hand, those sides could well swap positions, but you never know. Sitting in third, and one of the informed teams, Fairlock Rovers, who had a very difficult start to the season, but they have shot up into third place with five wins and a draw now from their eight fixtures, giving them 16 points. Uh, and they're looking to be one of the sides who could be in and around those top two positions come the end of the season. So one of the early leaders, Old Barcabians, now sit fourth. They unfortunately have slid down the table a little bit since we last reported. Um, four wins and two draws from nine. It's a pretty solid start to the season, but those three defeats could cost them in the longer run. They sit on 14 points. Just below them on 13 points are fifth-placed Melbourne Sports, who do have a game in hand on Old Barks. Uh, with four wins and a draw from eight so far this season. So you don't quite know how that might finish up. If they were to win that, they could shoot up at least one place. And just below them, uh, only on goal difference, are Glendale with three wins and four draws uh, from ten games. The draw specialists in this division. Uh, they sit in sixth again with 
with one win, however, could shoot them up a couple of positions, but they have played more games than the others. Just below them are Bailey Football Academy, who are slipping behind in fixtures with just six games played due to obviously weather issues and the dreaded C word, of course. Uh, with two wins and two draws, however, pretty solid starts to their first season in adult football. Just behind them, uh, by a single point, is Lymore Gardens Reserves in eighth place, with two wins and a draw from eight so far. Uh, however, their, their, their issue has been defending, really, 31 goals conceded across those eight games, which has been a real problem for them. Just behind them, by an, another single point, are ninth-placed ASA, who are just five games played, so they'll be playing catch-up um, when football resumes uh, at some stage. Another side who would like a draw, three draws and one win to their record out of five games, so just the one defeat, so they are a side who aren't used to tasting defeat, and what if they were to play their games in hand and catch up, who knows where they might be. In 10th place and winless so far are Epping United. Uh, two, just two draws to, for their, to their name. Two, goal, uh, two, sorry, two points to their name from six games played. Goal scoring being the real issue for them. Only the nine in six. And just, just behind them, the only winless side in the division, uh, pointless side in fact, are Flyers under 23s. Uh, eight games and eight defeats for them. Just the six goals scored, also illustrating where their problems might lie. And they will uh, go into Christmas without a point, unfortunately. Moving into Division 4. And this, this is a real tight division. Uh, Royal Forest Reserves are the leaders and they remain unbeaten, in fact, with eight games played, five wins and three draws. They have 18 points and are four points clear of the side in second, although that team... Emerson United Reserves do have a game in hand. Uh, they have four wins and two draws. Just the one defeat for Emerson United. A very healthy goal difference. Um, so they look to be a side who could real could have a real threat towards that, that promotion chase as things go on. Sitting in third, and as we mentioned last time we wrote a report, Collier Rowe had an excellent turn of form uh, since probably the first six weeks of the season where they were lying bottom for quite some time. Now four wins and a draw to their name out of nine games this season and up into third place with 13 points. Their goal difference, however, will need some improvement. They are on minus 13, which is quite odd for a side sitting so high on the table. In fourth place, Custom House United, who are unbeaten, three wins and three draws from six games played, giving them 12 points. Obviously, with games in hand, if they put those to good use, they could, in fact, move level with the leaders. So that's a, a positive signs for them as they move into the Christmas break. In fifth place are Chingford Harriers, one of the sides with the best, well, the best record in this division for certain, um, but did fall to a, um, one defeat in the period that we're reviewing. But they are a solid side. Three wins and three draws means they are hard to beat, and they sit also on 12 points. And the third team on 12 points are Newham Royals, who have played more games than the others with 10. Three wins, three draws, and four defeats to their name in a division which is dominated by draws, in fact, which gives them 12 points, but with sides around them having games in hand. Two points behind them are Together United. Uh, their record, eight games, 31 goals conceded and 31 scored. You're always going to get some exciting fixtures involving, that, involving them. Three wins and a draw from their eight sees them sitting on 10th, but with a zero goal difference. They're two points ahead of eighth-placed Avondale Rangers, who have two wins and two draws from their eight games played, giving them eight points. And the two sides below them are ninth-placed Dagenham United Reserves, who also have played 10 games, which is more than some of the others. Just the one win, but three draws to their name, and they sit on six points, 
but only only that one victory away from moving outside of the bottom two. And the bottom of the table side at the moment are Brentwood United Reserves, although I do have quite a few games in hand on the side above them. Three, in fact. Just the one win and the one draw to their name, giving them four points from their seven fixtures played this season. That brings to a conclusion our December roundup for the Essex Alliance League. Not a lot of football taken place since we last uh, submitted a review. Um, and obviously, as things stand, we don't know when football will return, unfortunately, being a Tier 4 area. Um, and obviously with the, the travel restrictions that that brings with it as well, being uh, the fact that we're, we're kind of bordered with London, Essex, Hertfordshire and, and Kent as well. So, But we'll, we'll continue to bring you updates. Um, we obviously wish everybody a very Merry Christmas uh, and hopefully that 2021 will be an improved year for everybody involved with our sport. Um, but until then, um, we, we look forward to speaking to you all soon. The Kent County League, like everyone else, has been digesting the announcements at the weekend regarding the county being placed in Tier 4 following the rising number of Covid cases and the arrival of a new variant. Only a week ago, the League Management Committee were agreeing at their latest meeting to announce plans for a restart on Saturday, January the 9th, with the staging of an online clubs meeting two days earlier, when guidance and ex expectation were expected to be announced as to how the rest of the season would unfold. League Chairman Gavin Hoare concluded the latest of several statements, we're all in this together and we must work together. This remains a fluid situation and may change several times. Words that have proved very fitting following the weekend revelations. Two sad stories in the past month concern the passing of uh, two good friends of the County League, Lawrence Plummer at Hollands and Blair, and Stan Donald at Bromley Green, a former committee member in the past. Writing in tribute to Lawrence Plummer, Hollands and Blair wrote, It's with the heaviest of hearts that we have to announce that we lost our leader and great friend, Lawrence Plummer. Plummer had been bravely fighting Covid over the last few weeks, but passed away peacefully. It continued, There were many who would have had their lives touched by this special man, and always for the better. He was a moral guide and compass for many of us reading this, and he paved the way for many to better themselves through his love of football and his love of being around friends. Hollands and Blair was and always will be Lawrence Plummer, and his legacy shines bright. Our thoughts are now with Shirley and the family who were the biggest motivation in his life. His love for his family was clear to anyone who spoke with him, a proud brother, husband, father and grandfather. Tributes have been paid to or by many people throughout the county, and uh, Plum's funeral takes place in Medway this very week. Stan Donald's funeral took place on Monday, December the 7th at Charing Crematorium and writing on the Bromley Green website, patron Dave Homewood said, numerous tributes have poured in from members past and present and the club plans to honour Stan in a fitting manner when circumstances permit. These include a Bromley Green Football Club family wake with old and new friends welcome, a memorial charity day, and a special plaque sponsored by one of our great managers of the past who wishes to remain anonymous. The new clubhouse heralds an important moment of progress in our club's chequered history, and while Stan will not be amongst us to witness its completion, it is part of his legacy, and we all owe it to him to make sure we go from strength to strength. Looking at the league tables now, no football as we say since late October, but these are the standings going into Christmas and New Year. But uh, quite when we'll play again, I still think is anyone's guess. 
Starting with the Premier Division, Kings Hill topped the table 21 from 9, New Romney second 18 from 9, and Farnborough Old Boys Guild third 17 from 8. At the bottom, Crockin Hill 5 from 9, Faversham Strike Force 5 from 8, and Ide Hill 6 from 6. In Division 1 Central and East, Larkfield New Hyde Wanderers topped the table with 21 points from 8 games, 7 clear of Hollands and Blair Reserves, 14 from 8, with Snodland Town Reserves 3rd, 13 from 7. At the bottom, Guru Nanak 4 from 7, Thank United 4 from 9, Lords with Reserves 6 from 9. In Division 1 West, HFSP and 10MB topped the table 18 from 7, one, uh, 2 clear of Halls AFC 17 from 9, with Red Velvet 3rd, 16 from 7. At the bottom, Club Langley 1 from 5, Bexley 4 from 8, and Sutton Attic Reserves 5 from 8. Their best result of the season, beating uh, league leaders uh, 10MB to record their first win of the season under the club reserve team's new management. In Division 2, Central and East, Minster FC topped the table, 21 points from 7 games, Cuxton 91 reserves 2nd, 20 from 8, and Staplehurst Monarchs United reserves 3rd, 16 from 8. At the other end of the table, Lidtown reserves minus 3 from 5, following an adjustment, Rochester City reserves 4 from 9, and Punjab United reserves 4 from 7. In Division 2 West, Craven Arrows lead the way, 19 from 9, 2nd Equinocchial 15 from 9, and 3rd Dance and Sports 14 from 8, Stansfield a fourth on goal difference. At the bottom, Johnson and Phillips, three from seven. Sporting Club Tensman Reserves, seven from seven. And Fleet Down United Reserves, seven from seven. In Division 3 Central and East, Minster FC Reserves have had an equally as good a season as their first team, topping the table with 21 points from nine games. Five clear of Hildenbrough Athletic, 16 from eight. With Ellsford third, 16 from seven, edging Gillingham Town on goal difference. At the bottom, Canterbury City Reserves, 1 from 7, New Romney Reserves, 2 from 7, and Newcomers Pilgrims, 4 from 9. And in Division 3 West, Horstead United Reserves topped the table with 21 points from 8 games played, with an impressive goal difference of plus 22. Greenway Aces, 2nd, uh, 19 from 7, and Long Lane Reserves, 3rd, with 16 from 9. At the bottom, Dance and Sports Reserves have 1 from 7, Bromleyans reserves 4 from 7 and Bexley reserves 6 from 8. A check now on the top goal scorers in the Kent County League going into the uh, Christmas and New Year break. Adam Murad of Gillingham Towns had an impressive uh, first half of the season, scoring 15 times in just 5 games. Kane Smith of Larkville and New Hythe Wanderers has 13 from 7. Marlon Ortiz of Equinocchio 11 from 8. Erin Jevons of Dance and Sports, 10 from 8. Ray Chabick of Aylesford, 9 from 5. Jake Fitzpatrick of West Farley, 9 from 5. Todd Jordan of Minster Reserves and Minster First Team, 11 from 8. Harry Taylor from Red Velvet, 9 from 7. And Marcus Eke of uh, Horstead United with 8 from 6. Also on 8 for the season so far are Jake Hibbert of Deal Town Rangers, 8 from 9, and Dan Smith of Sturry, 8 from 6. Finally, on behalf of everyone connected with the NRG Kent County Football League, may I wish you all a Merry Christmas and a happy 2021. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? 
download down to play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get down to play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Good afternoon. You are listening to Lee Coker bringing you an all around the league's end of year update on the Seven Oaks and District League. As I'm sure you are well aware, COVID brought the season to a temporary halt in October, and so we're not as far into the season as we would have hoped by now. However, let's see the story so far. So if we start with the Premiership and work our way down the divisions, we see that Nomads Association are currently sitting top, played eight, won four, drawn three, lost one. They're currently sitting on 15 points. Second behind them are Potters, um, having played two games less and only one point behind. And third, Kensington United playing the eight games, sitting on 12 points. Very close up there in the Premiership. We've um, unfortunately struggling at the bottom now are Blackham and Asher Saracens. Having played nine games, most in the division, but only gaining six points with three draws and one win. The top goal scorer sitting in that league is Kieran Bentz of Nomad Association. He's currently sitting on six goals from six appearances with his teammate Nicky Frode. Also on six from six. George Williams at West Kingsdown first. Um, backs up the top three there with the same six in six. Most, um, most of six of that division is Kieran Bentz of uh, Nomads with three. Um, with Potters still to play Nomads at home. Uh, in new st- when we get started again in the new year. So if we move down to the first division, uh, item FC are top in the table there, joint with points and games played with Oxford United. Both played nine uh, with nine, 19 points. Uh, item having a slightly higher goal difference of 10. Um, Westrum are in chasing pack, playing nine with 18 points. And then Propping up the, the division at the bottom there is Hildenborough Athletic Reserves, playing nine, um, but only gaining one point with a, with a quite large goal difference of minus 29. The top goal scorer in that league, in that division, is James Barden with Vitam on 14, uh, tying with Luke Blackaby of Oxford United on 14. Most assists, um, James Barden and Dylan Feehilly, of item FC both on five. In the second division, uh, top of the table there is Penshurst Park first, um, having played more games than everyone else in their division, playing eight, but on 19 points and only losing once uh, with, a, with a plus goal difference of, of 14. Roselands are in a, a chasing uh, second place, having played two games left and five points behind on 14. Idehill third makes up the top three, having played seven, uh, 11 points um, on the board there. Propping up the table is Dartford Celtic Reserves, having played seven um, without winning the game so far, drawing two and losing five and minus 10 goal difference and two points. Hilden Row Athletic third, second from bottom, playing six, uh, winning zero games, drawing three and losing three uh, minus five goal difference top scorer of the second division is currently 
Max O'Collins from Penshurst. He's uh, he's on six goals for the season so far. Elliot Moon um, follows him up uh, from Rustall on five. Uh, Max has also got the most assists there, along with his teammates chasing him there. So it's Max being on seven assists so far, with his teammate Brandon Lauren uh, chasing him down with four. Dropping now to the third division, Green Street Green Rovers are top of the table there, having played seven, won four, drawn two and lost one on a plus 12 goal difference, um, 14 points, being chased down. Uh, second and third, both having played six games each on 13 points, West Farley Reserves and Kensington Reserves. Uh, propping up the table there is Wilder Park, having played six, not win, not winning one game yet or or drawing, uh, losing all six on zero points. Uh, top goal scorer there, uh, Charlie Hodge from West Kingsdown Reserves on eight, uh, joint with Ryan Smith from Five Oak Green, also on eight. The most assists uh, are Martin Page Mitchell from Five Oak and Gary Stock from Green Street Green, both on four. Uh, worth noting there that uh, second and third were due to play each other on the on the last game before COVID locked us locked us down. Um, obviously, someone or both of them taking damage there, so it's looking like a very very close division. Uh, could go all the way to the wire. Fourth division, uh, top of the table, is St Lawrence Reserves, having played seven, uh, winning five of those, drawing two, um, with a plus thirteen goal difference. Sitting on 17 points. Second, the Woodland first, playing seven on 15 points. And then propping up the table. Um, it's a bit harsh. It's a, it's a new team. Dartford Celtic thirds haven't, haven't played a game yet. Um, second from bottom, uh, Ide Hill Force, having played four um, with a single point in, in a draw there. Top goal scorer currently for the fourth division is Daniel Streets, Woodland first. Um, sitting on eight goals scored so far. Most assists is uh, Fraser Thompson from Cuddam with five. So, unfortunately, not as much to report at the end of the year as we would have liked, but um, the, the uh, divisions are taking shape. Um, could be uh, further down the track with some more games played, but as it stands there, uh, that's, that's the full update. The league's looking, or was hoping, um, to review the situation in, uh, early in the year with a look, um, with a hopeful go start date at on the 9th of January. Um, all that's to be confirmed. Um, I think it's a case of seeing where we are after Christmas, um, seeing where we are with with the COVID with the virus, um, and then going from there. But that is all for myself, and that's Lee Coker signing out. Hello, and welcome to the Bromley and South London Football League. Uh, part of the Celtic podcast for this week. Um, it's Danny Hollis here, the League Secretary, reporting on the results from this weekend and a bit of a sum up of um, how the league tables and the top goal scorers stand at the moment as we enter the Christmas period. Uh, looks like this weekend will be the last games played for some time. London in Tier 4, um, no football uh, allowed in Tier 4, and goodness knows when we'll be out of it. Um, so let's go through the results first of all. So, in our John Cooper Premier Division, we had two games. AMG Ballers 
Great result for them. They won really well in the cup last week and they won in the league. Surprise result this one against a really good Bermondsey Town side. So 3 1 to AMG Ballers. Really good result for them. Um, yeah, I, they've. I don't know how they've turned it around. They had some poor results, conceding a lot of goals in the last couple of weeks. They've done really well. I know they've brought a new assistant manager, Mams uh, Mano, who I play football with um, for my club. Um, he's a really serious injury early in the season. He's come as assistant manager, made some impact because I tell you what, that 3-1 win against Bermondsey, I don't think anyone saw that coming. And then we had another surprise result, really. Bauma 3, 10 MB 5. Bauma lost their second game on the trot. Uh, a hat-trick for Eric Shehu there, uh, 10 MB brilliant result for them um looked like a really good side I, I said last week that i think they could take points off other teams maybe they're in the title race with that result fantastic fantastic result um down to jim hampson division one we have agenda two well in part reserves two and a really keenly contested game sounded like a really good game that one and then rustlers continued their recent fine form uh five one winners against lewisham project fabian gibson grabbing uh two goals for them rustlers really look like promotion candidates although eden park Still the team to beat for me in that division. Down to Division 2 and Farnborough Fourths. Well, they just roll on, don't they? Um, ended Beckenham 2, Farnborough Fourths 4. Tommy Chalker came off the bench to grab two goals. Um, they've won all their games so far, 9 out of 9. Look, um, set to, to, for promotion, that's for sure. Um, then Matagalpa 6, London Legends 0. Uh, Carl Bishop with a hat-trick for Matagalpa. And they they look really good at the moment, Matigalpa. Um, so well done to them. Then down to Division 3. And Beckenham Knights nil, South East Athletic A4. South East Athletic a second win in two. Um, it was 1-0 actually, to about 10 minutes to go. And then they three late goals to South East Athletic A. Florent Fadiga with a double. And then we have one cup game. And in the cup game, Dulwich Village Reserves won Catford 2 in the Elizabeth Chase Cup. So Catford through. They've been playing well recently as well. Look on, on, on good form. OK, a little update on the league tables and our John Cooper Premier Division. FC Greenwich going to Christmas in the lead. 22 points from 10 games. Old Rona next with 18 from 7. Baumer in third with 15 points. Then Bermondsey Town on 13 points. 10 MB and Eltham Town on 12 points. AMG Ballers up to 7th um, on 8 points. Ear from Belvedere Reserve 7. Leighton Athletic Reserve 6 points. Westbrook Malbion 5 points. And Holmesdale Reserves at the bottom of the table at the moment with 3 points. Down to Jim Hampson Division 1. Needham Park still lead the way on 19 points. Then South Dulwich on 14. Rustlers 13. Lewisham Athletic, West Bromley Albion, both with games in hand on 10 points, as well as Eltham Town Reserves and Welling Park Reserves on 10 points. Agenda and Red Velvet Reserves on 9 points. Groundhoppers 6. Farnborough Thirds on 4 points. And Lewisham Project um, without a point yet. Second Division, Farnborough 4th, as I said before, 9 out of 9, 27 points flying. 10 points clear. Unbelievable. Old Bexley Town are next on 17 points. Matagalpa on 13. TNS and Peckham Town A on 12. STC Sports on 10. Crofton Albion on 9 points. Eltham Eagles and Beckenham on 6 points. Elite Performance on 3. And Wellham United, Def and London Legends without a point. Then down to the third division. Eltham Eagles Reserves going to Christmas top. 18 points. Chelsfield on 16. FC Peak 12. 
Teviot Rangers and Red Velvet A have got 10 points. Mildy, 9, but that's 9 out of 9. They've only played three league games. Slade Green Knights, 9 points. Dulwich Village Reserve, 9. Catford, 7. Southeast Athletic A with 6 points. And Beckenham Knights without a point. Um, so that's how the table's taking shape. I mean, fingers crossed we do get all the games played in the end um, and the season gets completed. Otherwise, we'll probably have to look at points per game or something like that. But obviously talk to the clubs before any decisions made. Um, fingers crossed that, you know, even if we're out of it by February, then we can get enough games played. Um, might be, you know, midweek games, might be playing into June, might be some double headers at the end of the season. I don't know how we'll do it, but some way, hopefully we'll get the season played. Right, top goal scorers quickly. Look at the Premier Division. Mickey Brown and Pat Brennan. They were up there last season. They're up there again this season. Uh, Mickey Brown, 22 goals from 10 games. Wow, what a season so far. Then Pat Brennan, 15 from six games. That's unbelievable too. And then Ross Cable, 15 as well for Bauma from nine games. Down to Jim Hampson, Division 1. And our top goal scorers there. Um, no surprise that Eden Park's Andrea Carrera leads the way. Brilliant last season, brilliant this season. 13 from nine. Um, been really good form of late. Then Eltham Town Reserves is Greg Williams with 10 from seven. And then James Hunter of Eden Park with nine. And Jerome Ntumba of Agenda with eight. Down to the second division. And leading the way here is Elliot Anderson of TNS. Had a good season last year and he's doing well again this year. 13 from nine. And then Farnborough Forbes, a couple of players for them. Tommy Chalker with 11 in seven. And Jack Hollidge with nine from 10. And then Matta Galpers, Sebastian Morley, also in nine goals. Tom Rush of STC Sports has eight. In the third division, our top scorer at the moment is Kaloda uh, Giwa of Slade Green Knights. He's got 10 from 7. And Dan Hooley of FC Peak has got 10 as well from 9. I think he got 5 in one game against South East Athletic at the beginning of the season. Uh, then Daniel Lopez of Catford with 8 from 6. Uh, one of the reasons for their good fine form. And then Harold um, Tamusianus of FC Peak with 8. So that's the top goal scorers. As I say, um, who knows when our next games will be played. No fixtures to look forward to yet. Uh, fingers crossed in the new year we'll have some positive news. So that's all from me. Um, thanks for listening and have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks. Goodbye. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.